Welcome to the Living the Dream podcast with Curveball. If you believe, you can achieve. Welcome to the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast, a show where I interview guests that teach, motivate, and inspire. Today, I am joined by podcast host, human trafficking survivor, bodybuilder, and skincare expert, fashion designer, Deanna Radalescu. We're going to be talking about her story. She's just about to get married again, so congratulations to her on that, and we're going to be letting her tell her story and share her expertise on anything that she wants to talk about. Deanna, thank you so much for joining me today. Well, thank you for having me today. Do I call you Curtis or DJ Curveball? What do you like to me to address you as? However, answer to anything. I like I like the DJ Curveball. That adds a little spiciness to to the show. Absolutely. Um, thank you for the introduction. I'm happy to be here, and I look forward to sharing my story with your audience. Absolutely. Start off by telling everybody a little bit about yourself. Well, I mean, you kind of gave the highlights, so. I have a pretty rough background. I, you know, my mom, my mom's a single parent. My dad left when I was like 15 years old, deadbeat dad. I'm the oldest of five siblings. So I've got four, I got two sisters and two brothers. He was very abusive to myself and to my mom. And unfortunately, when you are raised around that, you kind of head in the same direction and create the same patterns in your life. So I ended up getting involved with abusive men early on, which led me into being a, a victim of human trafficking. I got involved in drugs. That that specific boyfriend actually kidnapped me and stabbed me a couple of times. I thought I was going to die. You know, that was not a, that was a very scary time in my life. Luckily, I pulled myself out of it, got away from him. And then I met my first husband who is no longer with us today. And he was kind of like my knight in shining armor, so to speak. We were the ultimate power couple you know, aside from all of my, you know, dark background, I am very savvy in business. So we made great business partners together. And, you know, I was very successful with my late husband. We had five businesses. The one business did about 30 million in sales. And, you know, I lived a very large lifestyle with him. Shall I keep going or you want to ask me questions? <laughs> oh, you can, you can keep going as, as long as you want. I, I wanted to ask about your human trafficking experience because I know that you you help people in that that area so kind of wanted to talk about that yeah you know a lot of people do want to ask me that about that that time in my life you know I think had I not been raised the way that I was raised you know and had a little bit more knowledge of what that meant because human trafficking is just kind of like an overall title for people that maybe get sexually abused at home you know the ones that get abducted and are you know, slaves to pimp or something like that, or someone that has a boyfriend that talks them into doing things that they don't want to do sexually with other men or, you know, selling their bodies. So, you know, that it's, it's a title for a lot of different things that happen to people, unfortunately. And it, you know, I was lucky enough to, to get out of it alive and not to become a drug addict. And, you know, luckily I, I walked away with only a few scars, but I think that you know, after realizing what I had been through and I woke up to what had been happening to me, 
you know, I got very passionate here in this later part of my life to raise awareness and, you know, be very open about it because I think that the more that we bring raise awareness around this issue and we empower younger people uh, what to look out for or if they need help or if they're in a situation, the better off that, you know, going to be in, in the future because we're giving our our next generation the tools to to protect themselves and empower themselves from being in that situation. Okay, so you also are a bodybuilder. Tell us about that. Yes. Well, as you can tell, I'm type A all the way. Like I always have to have something going on. So I think that being a being abused at a younger age, you know, by my father really um, motivated me to be strong and that, you know, not just strong mentally, but physically. I think when we are trying to, you know, survive and we're in survival mode, we try to go to the easiest thing to make us strong. And so I went and I gravitated towards bodybuilding. My mom always worked out when I was younger, you know, she always bounced back right away after having kids. And that was a great example for me. So when I got into high school, I started working out after school in the gym with with the football players. And then when I got out of school, I became a personal trainer and a dietitian. And I just started competing with the MPC in the figure division. And I did very well. I was actually two, three weeks out from my, my next show when COVID hit and everything shut down. And my goal was to hit a national stage and not necessarily get my pro card because that doesn't really mean much anymore, but to just, I, I have a passion for it. I think that when you're able to be so disciplined for that long of a time and really focus on becoming a better version of yourself, there's a lot of growth that happens within that, then that time period. If you are focused on the right things, obviously not all people that compete do focus on the right thing because it is a very selfish sport, but I love bodybuilding. I love to work out. I love lifting weights. I think that, you know, it's, I just believe in a very healthy lifestyle. So that always be something that I'm, I'm passionate about. Talk about how you started a fashion label because you've closed millions of dollars of contracts. Tell us about that. Well, that was in my previous career as a vice president of key accounts and business operations. So we were in the automotive industry. I had always wanted to get into fashion. That was something that I was, you know, I'm still, I'm a fashionista. I love my clothes. I have lots of beautiful pieces and shoes and, you know, all of those things. But I, I had always, my dream was always to do that. And with my my late husband, we were solely focused on the the automotive industry, because that's what he did. That was was he passionate about. I was very successful closing those contracts with that. When he passed away, I I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna go chase my dream. And so I went after my dream and I created three beautiful collections. The fashion industry is a little bit of a different animal. I had not gone to gone to school for it. I really didn't do a lot of research. I had gone to a consulting company out of Soho, New York, that helped me with the whole process. Had I done my research and did a little bit more of my homework, I probably wouldn't have gone that route. And I'd probably still be in the fashion space today. But I invested a lot of money with a consulting firm and ended up having to take everything over myself because they kind of, they didn't, they weren't completely honest with the pricing up front when I started my first collection. So it was a very difficult learning lesson. I love clothes. I probably will get back into it again, but I did three collections. I was on the runway in Rhode Island. I was on the local news there. I was the finalist for the Cadillac Design Challenge here at Style Chicago. And 
my last collection, I did a huge event against human trafficking at the Stand Mansion, which I had over 300 people. We had tons of sponsors. I had six other designers with me to do a runway show. It was a big, very elaborate red carpet event. So every collection I did, I was did something phenomenal with it. It just didn't get me to the place I wanted to be monetarily. And I could not keep throwing money, at, good money after bad since it was not taking off the way that I needed it to. Well, how, how has being, being a widow affected your life pur- purpose? Ooh, that's a great question. No one's ever asked me that, DJ Curveball. Now you're throwing some curveballs my way, huh? <laughs> you know what? Becoming a widow at such a, I consider was a young age. I think I was 38. Really kind of shifted my my focus on in life. You know, I really, when watching his, watching him lose his battle, with his health was very, it was surreal, you know, it was very eye-opening. After he passed, it was a very rough time. You know, if you, when you're living in that kind of a lifestyle and you have that many businesses and he's got daughters from a previous marriage, you know, it's like what you see in the movies. It was very nasty. A lot of people were like, how could you keep, you know, how, how are you sitting here with a smile on your face? You know, a lot of my friends were like, I would be rocking back and forth in the corner somewhere. But I, you know, I had a, another lease on life. Like I was, God gave me a chance to start my life over at a younger age. And so I took that and I just ran with it. That's why I went after becoming a fashion designer because it was always my dream. When that was over, I became a podcast host, which is amazing. That's where I am today. And that label of being a widow affected me for several years after that. I had, I went through some really up and downs, like some dark times and some, you know, good times couple of years after he passed, but ultimately brought me to where I am today to, you know, wake up choosing joy, wake up choosing gratitude, wake up choosing peace, and really wanting to use my voice in a way that is helpful and positive towards others because of some of the things that I have experienced in my life. Because not everybody survives the things that I've gone through. I mean, there's a lot of people that give up. There's a lot of people that are ashamed. And those were labels that I wasn't willing to live with for the rest of my life. Absolutely. One label that you do have that's great is Miss Chicago America Nation. Tell us about that. Well, you know, unfortunately, I wasn't able to do as much with that as I had liked to because of COVID. But it was a great way to, you know, I was approached to be being a beauty queen for this pageantry and I met a lot of great women. It was a great experience to start off with, you know, able to go do a lot of charity work, which I love to do. I think that we all should do take our part in being involved in charities in all different types. So I was able to do that and, you know, hand out food for food drives, you know, do food drives. I try to do a food drive once a year personally for the, you know, human trafficking survivors or, you know, organization that is aiding and raising awareness around that. So that was a, it was a fun, you know, I never thought at 40 some years old, I'd be a beauty queen, but I was. And so it was a great experience. And unfortunately, you know, with COVID, I wasn't able to really use my platform as much as I'd like to. And, and plus, I just got super busy with the the podcast that I kind of, I did not continue in the pageantry the next year. Speaking of that podcast, tell us about it. Tell us where we can hear it and what listeners can expect when they listen to it. 
Well, as you know, this space is amazing. The community is very supportive. I think that all of us podcasters that are out there sharing our guest stories are, you know, really making a difference in the world, you know, because we're spreading hope, we're spreading positivity, inspiration, motivation, different resources. My podcast is called Label Free to Live Your Best Life, Live Label Free. I am now an on-air on-air nationally syndicated personality out of Los Angeles on KCA. So this podcasting journey has brought me to this now. And I have a wide variety of guests, but the underlying message is all the same. My guests share their stories of really kind of stepping out of whatever labels with self-limiting beliefs that they had and living a life dynamically on their own terms. A lot of entrepreneurs, artists, coaches, authors, you know, and there are some sad heart, you know, heart wrenching stories that people share and the more vulnerable they are, obviously, the more I connect with them and my audience connects with them. So, you know, I think are looking for some inspiration in their life if they're feel, feeling held back. It's a good, I have a good show, great platform and great guests that, that kind of, you know, really are open about their journeys and what they've been through. And I can, you can find me everywhere. <laughs> Forgot that part. I am on all podcatchers like yourself. I am on YouTube. You know, I'm not going to be on the radio. And if you Google search label free podcast, I pop up everywhere. You know, all the, all the different social media channels, you name it, you'll find me. Sweet. Tell us about any current or upcoming projects that you're working on that people need to know about. Um, well, you know, we are in the process of writing a couple books. That is a very tedious task. I'm sure you've had authors on your show and it's I'm like, it's very daunting to me. I feel like I have a responsibility to put my guest stories out in, in a book form and I'm slowly but surely getting there. So that's something we're working on, but I'm also the head coach and founding partner of the female podcasters network. It's a network specifically geared towards women who are in the podcasting space to support each other, to help with guesting. We are full scale production house. We help with social media curation and strategy. You know, as a head coach, I help rebrand, refocus, help with the SEO. I do a lot with the women in the group that hire me as a coach to get their their podcast to the next the next level that they're looking to get to. So those are some things that I have going on. And, you know, as a type A personality, always looking for something new. Throw out your contact information so people can keep up with everything that you're up to. Uh, sure. Like I said, you can Google search me, Deanna Kempel, but I will be going by Deanna Radulescu. I get, I'm getting married in April. So not too far away from officially taking that name, uh, Deanna.Kempel at labelfreepodcast.com. Label, message me on any social media platform, labelfree podcast, Instagram, Facebook, uh, even Twitter. LinkedIn. I'm a big following on LinkedIn. So, you know, wherever you're comfortable messaging me or emailing me, I am there. Or you can go to the website, labelfreepodcast.com and message me through the website and I will get that message. All right. Well, close us out with some final thoughts. Maybe something that I forgot to touch on that you would like to touch on or just any final thoughts you have for the listeners. Sure. You know, I think that we are a time in our society, in our life that you know, the last couple of years were very polarizing and think that these podcasts and sharing these stories are a way to all allow us to connect again, because we all have 
we all have some common thread. And when we're out there walking around amongst our, you know, amongst each other in society, we have to remember that you don't know what someone else is going through, what their life experience has been. And something that I've worked on myself is to be kind, to be compassionate towards others, because you really don't know what that small act of kindness is going to do for them in their life and in, in that day when you pass them by in the street. So those would be my final words. Ladies and gentlemen, label free. Check it out. Check out Deanna and everything that she's up to. If you're a woman podcaster, be sure to check her out her coaching services. Please be sure to follow, rate, review, share this episode to as many people as possible. And if you enjoy the show, please tell a friend. Deanna, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, DJ Curveball. I, I enjoyed being a guest. For more information on the Living the Dream podcast, visit www.djcurveball.com. Until next time, stay focused on living the dream.